yeah, yeah, yeah. Welcome to the Ed Show. We back. This is episode eight, man. And yeah, baby, we live. We live as always. You know, I'm going straight through. You know, no edits. So whatever happens, happens is gonna happen. But it might not just be me making the mistakes today. Today I got a special. Actually, he ain't too special. This is my cousin. I first person I probably knew in my life. Uh, outside of my family, you know. So uh, I got my cousin uh, Dre Rushton right here. So give it up for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's up, man? What up? What up? Yeah. So you know how it goes. Me and you, we've been talking about sports since we could talk, since we could communicate, uh, just about everything. And and really, this podcast didn't start with me doing this podcast. You know, it's it's art, the conversations we have and, you know, me build, you know, talking to you. So I figured, you know, you got to be get on the show and, you know, see what's up. Uh, so what's going on with you, man? Man, you know, uh, enjoying this sports, ready for this March Madness, man, trying to win this million, you know. Every, what what uh, league you? Um... I'm going to do this uh, ESPN. I'm always on ESPN. I join the app every time. It's free. And, you know, if you can get a perfect bracket, you get a million dollars. Okay, I feel you uh, uh, about that million. Uh, Adidas. Adidas. So, Adidas was giving out a million dollars to the to the athlete in the combine who who broke Chris Johnson's record of 4.24 uh, in the 40. Uh, so... John Ross did did break that record with the four point two two blazing speed. Didn't even look like uh, it didn't look like he ran his hardest, but he just he he was gliding over there. But John Ross didn't wear Nikes. He wore, I mean, he didn't wear Adidas. He wore Nike, so he's not getting the island. But he do got that endorsement with with the Nike check. So uh, what you what you think about what if you was him? What would you what, would you rather had had the Adidas on and won the island or the million dollars or, you know, just you think the Nike cool? Nah, man, you got to go with the Nike. And like you said, man, I can't swim, so what am I going to do with the island? <laughs> hey, nah, that's the thing, but it's just cool to just to have one, though. Like, Yeah, but you know how they do it. It got to be some type of hidden fees behind it. You don't get this island, they're going to try to get you the property tax or something crazy. Yeah, the, the, yeah, them taxes, they probably going to hit you on that for sure. But so John Ross, you know, uh, we know him, uh, the wide receiver from uh, Washington. He had a, had a great senior year, and even before the before the tape, you know, I, he was a top caliber uh, receiver. At least I thought. I didn't realize he was that fast. Did you? Like on tape? Nah, never. I mean, he he beat a couple, you know, Pac-12 teams deep, but I just thought that was kind of how it goes. You know, they don't really play D out there. Right, right, right. That's what I was getting. I mean, he had a lot of moves, but I didn't, for some reason, I didn't see four, four, two, two speed, and and that made me think. You know how they always say track field, track speed is better, uh, is different than on the field speed. On the field, he looked fast, but for this track, it just seemed like uh, he practiced for the forty. And, and this is the thing I don't understand. Like they put all this stock into the 40 and, and kind of forget about the tape sometimes. Like, he, he got a good resume already, but this 40 is going to get him a few million dollars. Like, he definitely, like, jumped at least 10, 10 spots. What do you think? Easily, easily. He, he moved himself into the first round for sure. Right, so that's that's the comp. Like, it's football and then it's the combine. Like, it, there's some people 
uh, I'm not even sure, but um, the guy from UConn, uh, Ob Melon Fawn Wu. I don't know how to really even pronounce it. Whatever it is, but you're gonna see him. He had the the best overall, you know, uh, combine just a measurable six four two twenty four. He ran a four four and a forty. He jumped forty four inches. God, forty four inch. He like, I'm sure. You know what I'm saying? It's a it's a somebody in the NBA need a three right now. <laughs> uh, we can take him to L.A., man. We need all hands on deck. Yeah, y'all don't know what y'all doing out there in L.A., man. But uh, we gonna we gonna we gonna get to them Lakers though. But you know, it's it's guys like this um this this Obi. I'm just gonna first name basis because the last name crazy. Like Obi, like nobody was really checking for him, and then he had this great day. So instead of being like a day three guy, a, a second day he. He, a, a team could could shoot the the yeah. gun on somebody like this. We haven't seen nobody like this at safety, this wide and rangy, long arms and everything. Uh, so yeah, man, they've been at the combine, and I mean, last year, last year I was I was all the way in tune, you know, um, as an Ohio State fan. How many people we had in there last year? Like twelve like or 12, something. Easy. Twelve, thirteen, something like that. So I was, you know, paying attention to every. Every position group, every every drill, because I just wanted to see how they did. Uh, this year, it was pretty much Michigan took over. They had like 14 in there this year. And they were all with Sarge. <laughs> None of them impressed. And and they, they had, uh, what's his name? Uh, you know, the star, Jabril. Jabril, Jabril Preppers. He, uh, they had him in the linebackers group, but doing the – why would they? Why you, they have him in the linebackers group? He's trying to get a check, man. He he did both. He did the DBs and the linebackers. He's trying to show teams he could play both. He think he had uh, a honey badger or something. Yeah, that. Uh, I mean, I guess it is that that small safety uh, linebacker. That position is kind of that's like kind of that that rover type. You know what I'm saying? Put put me anywhere on defense. I mean, I kind it kind of started with Troy Polamalu, but now you see. Uh, you know, like the Honey Badgers doing it. Uh, what's the other guy? Number 20. He played for the Cardinals, too. You can. Yeah, the small linebacker. Yeah, the, you know what I'm saying? But he got, like, some, yeah. It's a new position that the, the NFL is trying to implement, man. Right. TJ Ward. You know, we see it with the Broncos. Can't you know, forget about Bob Sanders. Back Bob, yeah, yeah. You know, those guys that's in the box and it's not really, you know, quote, unquote, what we know as as a safety, super strong safeties. That's what they should call but uh all right so all right still here in the combine we're gonna keep it there you got it was just a lot going on uh tease Tabor from florida he he proclaimed before the draft he was the he was the best player in the draft in the draft did you did you see his uh his combine i, I did I, I, <laughs> I took a nice chuckle at that yeah, nine reps what he ran a four six eight horrible i mean as a was, corner it, it was kind of it was quarterbacks that ran faster. Than that, hey, man. as a corner, and this year, this the this the I I don't remember a year where I seen this many people this athletic. It was like these were football players, but it seemed like they were bred to do this combine. Like they, it was a lot of emphasis on getting your numbers right because I seen a lot. Of, it was a lot of four threes and a lot of four fours, man. And you know, the years past, you know, you know, who was the fastest person last year? What four three three Fuller? Yeah, yep. I think that was a fast. It was a couple faster than that this year, and last year it wasn't even a lot of four threes. This year it was 
uh, I don't even got the numbers in front of me. I ain't, but it was more. I know for sure it was more four threes last year, uh, um, this year than it was last year. Um, uh, also, uh, just you know the running back thing, McCaffrey or who would you take, uh, McCaffrey, uh, uh, Dalvin, Dalvin Cook or Leonard Fournette? Who the first running back off the board for you? It depends, man. I'm a Bronco, so I'm biased. I take Cook if uh, we could get our hands on him. But um, best overall, I think you got to go with Fournette, man. Best overall running back. Yeah, I mean, he definitely got all the tools. He like our, the new generation, about to be Adrian Peterson. Just, you know, what he, 240, still ran the 4-5? Yeah. yeah, that's a little bit hard, man. But... I'll say this: Whoever get their hands on on um, Christian McCaffrey, man, they they got a player. And uh, I've seen a lot of people arguing that if he was black, people would respect him more, give him, you know. So it's kind of like we're we're white, you know what I'm saying? It, it didn't help you. Like it's in NFL, it's kind of a black privilege if you a skill position player. Quarterbacks is still white privilege for sure, but but if you play a skill position, you know. Uh, what do you think about that? I mean, I, I, I see it because if you look at his tape, not this year because he wasn't as good as he was. As, uh, but even the tape year. this year was still ridiculous. But, <laughs> I mean, if he was black, they'd have been comparing him to Reggie Bush. Super. Now they yeah. comparing him to the sorriest white running back you could think of. <laughs> right, man. That's the thing. You you take off his uh, jersey. You put him in the USC, man. It's no difference between him and Reggie Bush from – when you look at the tape, and that's what I like. If I was ever a GM or anything like that, the combine and all that's fine, man. But I need to look at the tape, and you got to see what's going on, man. Because some people, you know, if you don't, if you don't know how to run a forty, that's almost two tenths of your two tenths a second just going off just because you don't know how to start. You know what I mean? So you might be really four four speed, but it's gonna measure up at four four six. You know, you're gonna lose money like that. Uh, Jalen Marshall, for example, uh, like we're both Ohio State fans, so so you know we remember Jalen Marshall was out on playing for Ohio State. He pretty much was doing everything. He got loose, he was scoring, but he went to the combine last year and ran a four six. So he ended up not getting drafted. Like, and I'm pretty sure the four six had a lot to do with it. Because if that four six was a four four. I don't think a team would have had, a, had any trouble doing that. He ended up having a nice little year. He actually got suspended for some Adderall or something. I just seen something crazy, but but I'm I'm more I'm I look at the field, man. The 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 film the film don't lie. So combine what it is. Everybody, uh, you know, it's a lot going on. And you know, Deion Sanders, he work at NFL Network. He was uh telling the story. I thought this was interesting. So check out, check out Deion. It was, I mean, no lie. It was just chaos in the hotels. Every all the agents was trying to grab you. The teams was trying to grab you. Just people was in there. Period. Just trying to get next to you to secure your services. And I remember backing into this room. And I was just, I didn't even know where I was going. I was trying to get away from the, the people outside. And it happened to be the Giants room. And they sat me down and gave me like a thick book. I mean, this thing was thicker than a phone book. I said, what's this? They said, this is our test that we give all the players. And all the guys was put their head up. And I said, excuse me, what pick do you have in the draft? They said, I think 10th. I said, I'll be going before then. I see y'all in. I ain't got time to finish. And you <laughs> left. That's the true story. That's the true story. You left that room. 
Hey, that's prime time, man. Keeping it all the way real, man. Hey, shout out to him, man. I wonder who else. You know, we're going to hear about the stories later, later on as they go go down. Hopefully no more Reuben Fosters getting kicked out for fighting medical personnel and whatnot. And that's just silly. You might as well not even came to the job interview if you was about to fight. Or, you know, especially to the medical. You know, what is the medical personnel doing to you? You know what I'm saying? So, Ruben Foster, he he lost himself a couple million dollars. Easily. I mean, offhand, it, it might hurt him, but, I mean, he could land in a better position. But he, he lost that money up front. Yeah, that that's that's the most important money in, in football. So, uh, that's, that is what it is. But other than that, um, I think this is the most – they were saying it too, but just as skills and different how deep it is everywhere, kind of except the quarterback. Whereas, uh, you, you know, it's, it's kind of like what you want to do. Like, if you're the Browns, do you want to go? Miles Garrett, you know, he a physical specimen, beast, four six, thirty three reps, forty one inch vertical for for <laughs> for a rusher, brother. You know, so he got all. I think that's pretty. When you look at, you know, what Vaughn Miller has been able to do for his team, uh, even how Davian Clowney, you know, came out uh, last year after everything was cool. Mac, uh, uh, what's the, uh, Justin Houston. Justin Houston. Yeah, um, the rusher, that's where it's at. That's, that's more of a surefire than the quarterback where we really not sure. So, um, the top, you know, Deshaun Watson, Deshaun Kaiser, and Mitchell. Not Mitch, Mitchell, uh, Trubis, Trubisky. <laughs> uh, so, so who your first quarterback coming off the board? Or if you if you the Browns, do you take a quarterback? And if so, who the first quarterback off the board is if you're not the Browns? Uh, if I'm the Browns, I can't take uh, any of these quarterbacks with the first pick. Um, after I seen like uh, being a Bronco fan, we drafted Vaughn Miller, and I was pissed. Right. I was not happy about it. I wanted something flashy—a a running back, receiver, corner, anything that was flashy. And then Von Miller changed my life. So you got to realize that quarterbacks ain't gonna do it all all the time. And Miles Garrett gonna get on the field right now. Right now. So get um, ten sacks next year easily. So if I'm the Browns, I take Miles Garrett. And if I'm any other other teams in the league, I mean, it depends on what you're looking for. I would take Deshaun Watson. Yeah, I, I like the mobility. You know what I'm saying. I like what he can do in and out of the pocket, but I feel like they're going to slight him because he a, he a mobile quarterback, and you know how that goes. Is the the black privilege is no longer uh, in place when you are a quarterback, so they're going to look down on my boys. Yeah, man. I think I think Deshaun Watson. Just when you look at his his resume through college, overall, it's like, hey, you got a winner right in front of you, guy. You got a gamer. You know what I mean? He, um, college the national championships is one of the best best games in in the way that he orchestrated it and and how his teammates, you know, rallied around him and they got the job done. So I think that uh, you know Deshaun Watson is kind of head and shoulders above the. The other quarterback, pro- excuse me, other quarterback prospects. So we're gonna see how it all turns out. But either way, man, uh, maybe the Browns can make. Maybe this the year for the Browns. <laughs> maybe this the year, uh, or maybe not. All right, moving along. All right, the NBA. So all right, we after the trade deadline, after All Star break. So this is the uh, 
this is the stretch of the NBA where, you know, it's starting to get exciting again because playoff seeds, everything matters. Uh, you know, you got your new rosters. Everybody got picked up uh, uh, after the buyouts and everything. So, so the teams is the teams. Uh, so pretty much, all right, like I said last week, the Cavs pretty much in control. They did just get Bogut. Bogut did just get hurt within two minutes uh, actually playing. So, <sighs> It is what it is. But at the same time, the Cavs still the most versatile group. They could still put out any lineup. They did lose a little bit of rim protection, but it's not really like they lost it when they never actually had it. So they'd be able to adjust. They still got JR coming back, Kayla coming back. All right, so the Golden State Warriors. This this is the interesting thing for me because right now they're only two, game, two games ahead of uh, San Antonio in the West. San Antonio always, always going to play the same. They get the same record, like, every year. It's like they win 60 games every year, like. You might as well mark it. Um, they were just talking about on Sports Center today. Tim Duncan never had a season that he didn't win 50 games in. He had one, actually. What do you want, 48? It was the lockout season. Oh, right. They won, 30. <laughs> they won, they won, a, they won a, uh, the title that year. It was, like, 35 and 13. So, Greg is good for 50 off rip. Straight up. Straight up. Shout out to Greg, man. But, uh, all right, so San Antonio is on them. And if they can win number one, uh, what do you think about Kawhi Leonard being the MVP? Man, I I want to say that he, he deserve it. But when you see cats like James Harden and Russell Westbrook, I understand Westbrook is like the seventh seed or something. But the man's averaging a triple-double, man. Like, that. that's – Unheard of for real. Unheard of, bro. Seriously, I never thought, like, you know what I'm saying? They were saying, like, what would be more likely to happen? Somebody score 100 points or somebody to average a triple-double? This was a question that was, like, last year, and it was like, hmm, I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, that, that 100 points seemed like if you put all, your all into it and you was hot one day and that was what your goal, what you was going for, it only take one night to do that and about 48 minutes of playing, maybe overtime. But to do a triple-double, that's a concerted effort every single game all year to put up those numbers. And, and, the, and the thing that's so impressive about Russell Westbrook's numbers is, yeah, averaging a triple-double, that would be great. That's super cool. But he's going to be the leading scorer, too. So we're not getting these Rajon Rondo or Magic, John Magic Johnson triple-doubles. Like, this is I'm putting my team on my back. You know what I'm saying? Everything got to go through me, and I'm going to still put up over 30. It's not even leading the league and score with 28. Like, he had 31 points a game, for goodness sakes. So, all right, back to the uh, the Golden State. This is how everything's going to work out. KD injured, so he's supposed to be out for the rest of the regular season, which is very convenient. He'll be back for the playoffs, and he can rest. But here's the here's the thing. Remember when they bought, they, they brought in KD last year? They depleted pretty much the rest of their bench and their team. And, you know what I mean, uh, pretty important role players that helped them get to where they've been getting the last couple years. So, good thing, okay, Curry, your number's going to go back up. Uh, Clay, your number's going to go back up. You're going to get more shots. Draymond, finally, he can get maybe a quadruple double. You know what I mean? He only had four points when he had a triple double, which is still ridiculous, man. But, uh... So, yeah, it's good. They'll all be able to get their numbers up. But 
in the position that they in, this is a championship caliber team. It's not about regular season anymore. They're not chasing the record like last year. But I do think they would like the number one seed, you know, if they play San Antonio or something like that. But here's the thing. Yeah, they could they could pull it off and get the number one seed. But what that, that's going to take is uh, we're going to need a little bit more minutes from you, Steph. We're going to need a little bit more minutes from you, Clay. And Draymond might be playing like 46 minutes a game because they backcourt ain't ain't nothing. You know what I mean? Like and you can't trust Draymond, man. He gonna get them texts. Draymond, you know he's always uh he's always uh he's a head case, man. They don't love you like that. They don't love you like that, Draymond. One day it's gonna be a little cat coming at you like that. <laughs> um, but. I don't know, the Warriors, so here's the thing, they're going to pretty much, all I'm saying is they're going to run out of gas. The smart thing for them to do is, because they clinched, they already clinched the spot in the playoffs, I wouldn't go hard these last few games. I, you know what I'm saying, give Curry his minutes, his regular minutes, because I don't need nobody breaking down for the playoffs. Use that first round game, and that's not even a, it's not even a, a walk no more, man. The Denver Nuggets will be the AC, and, and we're going to see, See them going against Golden State. And you're going to see it, that's going to go six games at least. And you know if it goes six, it only take one or two plays to make it seven. In the game seven, we all know anything can happen. So so you got to watch watch, watch how the, uh, the Golden State Warriors carry off the rest of the season. Um, I want to see how Steve Kerr with the rotations is going to be and, and, and all that. And just hopefully they cross their fingers and they don't got to come across Russell Westbrook because I know on paper it don't look re like it, it's possible, but Russell Westbrook going to play with an intensity that, that nobody on their team will be able to match. And, and Russell Westbrook, one of the type of players that will take Steph Curry's heart, you know, he got that, you know, light-skinned cat, you know, he... <laughs> He, he can get his heart took. We've seen it. We've seen LeBron take his heart last year. We've seen Kyrie take his heart last year. He wasn't playing like the unanimous MVP uh, that he was voting. All right. So that's them. So all right. So so do you think or do you not think Russell Westbrook gonna keep the uh, average of triple double? Oh yeah. He gonna make sure he get it now. He you think that's not. like a something that he's. Like, oh, man, I need to average, yeah, you know, like 10.3 yeah. or I'm going to get 11 rebounds every he, game tight. He say that he's not looking at that, but there's no way at this point in the season you're just going to not get a triple-double. Could you imagine him having 30 points a game, 10 assists, and 8 rebounds like in the season? Like, that's not <laughs> Nah, happening. yeah, I think he, it's, it's one of those things. It's like even, say, at the beginning of the year, he was just literally just laying it all on the line, playing, and then the numbers was coming back, triple-double, triple-double. And you got a triple double in half the games he even played in so far. Yeah, I'm so I'm not even surprised when I like, when it come across my phone. Right, it's not even the thing. Like even even the forty point triple doubles is not even. And I felt I feel bad for taking it for granted. Like like oh uh, like he balling, but it's just like I seen it. And even James Harden putting up some crazy number fifty triple fifty point triple doubles, which. You know, before this year, I'm only thinking, like, somebody like LeBron can do something like that. You know, I thought LeBron was the only person that could ever average a triple-double in today's time. And then Russell just flipped that whole theory upside down, and it's that it's just normal now. Um, but, yeah, I, I feel you. I think he going to make a concerted effort to make sure that he averaged this triple-double. So even if he gets slighted and don't get the MVP, like the all-star voter, like, he can have that. 
you know, on a mantle, something that nobody did in about 50 years or something like that. Right. Was Big O did it in 61, so that's four, that's over 50 years. Yeah. So nobody in modern basketball ever did that. So, so Russell Westbrook definitely going to make sure that, that he do that. So that's um, anything else? Basketball. What's up with your Lakers, man? What y'all doing, man? We trash, man, but I believe in magic, man. So you believe in magic the way we believe in Elway for the Broncos. Exactly. <laughs> Listen, getting magic back in there, I was happy about. I mean, it's going to take some, some work, but, you know, I'm still Lakers till I die, man. I ain't going nowhere. So how long you think until y'all, like, you know, back back with the... Uh... Um, realistically, um, I'm going to say at least two years before we can even be like the eighth seed. Y'all think, you think y'all going to pick up a, a, a free agent? We need Paul George. Paul George, we Russell. Need, you think Russell will come? Russell, Russell might come, man. Like, but he, you know, he signed that extension. He was trying to show the the home team that he was all about it, and he can't really leave. Like, they rely on him so much. They all, they all. The way he dog KD, man, he can't really just leave. Like, it's, you know what I'm saying? They ain't gonna love uh, Russell yeah. like <laughs> like that, man. Alright, so Lakers, you know, we're going to see what's going on with them. You know, I, I think Magic Johnson got something up his sleeve. He's trying to get Kobe to work with him. He's trying to, you know, build something, which is at least something. Mitch Kupchak was just kind of just getting, I don't We just made uh, Kobe's long-time agent the GM. So right, yeah. Kobe, Kobe about to get worked in this. He might be the coach keep messing around. They don't want Kobe to coach, man. <laughs> <laughs> they don't want Kobe to coach. Alright. All right, this is just a stupid man. It was this dude. I guess he a rapper, man. But I just seen this. And just tell me how stupid this is when you hear it. Sir, why did you do it? Listen, I ain't worried about none of this. Y'all need to go get that mixtape on the run one. You did. Y'all need to look get that camera on. Me. Yeah, keep going. Fresh as they come to jail. You feel me? Why did you do it though? Man, what was the argument about? Man, look out. Look. Take the camera on. You did. Take it. Fresh. Yeah, that way. You have anything else to say, sir? Go get that mixtape. You feel on the run one. You have anything to say about this alleged crime? What's Hell no. Nah. Don't worry about no Alright, so this cat, man, you obviously hear this cat is he fried, man. <laughs> he getting arrested for murder. Like a murder case, and he using the cameras to promote his mixtape. His mixtape. I think this is ridiculous. I mean, I mean, obviously everybody who wouldn't think this is the the dumbest thing ever, but he obviously ain't really worried about it. He on over there, you know. He think he uh, DJ from a uh, hustle and flow. He want to he want to go into. Uh, in, in, in the pan and then hear his stuff on the radio. Uh, so, yeah, we probably never going to hear of him. I don't even know his rap name. They didn't even say that. I'm not even going to promote the cat like that. I don't even want y'all to go listen to his mixtape. I just wanted you to see how stupid he was. So that's that. All right, man, I've seen something silly. Uh, our boy uh, Demarius Thomas, you know what he did last weekend? Nah, what'd he do? <laughs> So he went back to his hometown somewhere in Georgia or whatever. My dude was turned up. Like, you know Demarius Thomas. Like, he's pretty stoic. He, you know, one of the guys that come to work, do his job, leave. You, I never, 
I never seen Demarius Thomas on TMZ. You know what I'm saying? That's not his his thing. But I seen him on TMZ. He was going hard, like he was in a college frat boy. He was chugging beers. He was on the stage. He was dancing. Demarius Thomas has scored a million touchdowns. I never seen him bust out a move. But this weekend he was feeling himself, man. So it's cool that he kind of letting us letting himself down. Maybe we can, you know, have a different animated uh, Demarius next year. You think that's possible? Man, I hope so, man. He's so boring. You can't be that boring. We got cats like Von Miller and Emmanuel Sanders on the team, and I follow their snaps. And every time they put this cat on snap, he say, "Man, get that camera <laughs> on my face." Hey, but speaking of Emmanuel, dude, did you hear what this cat did? Talk about his wife. Yeah. This. <laughs> Man, hey, so Emmanuel Sanders, he got a wife, and they're going through a divorce. Tell me if I'm getting something wrong, because I ain't thinking. So they're going through a divorce, right? Right. So he told the Denver Broncos uh, that he had a baby that was being born on a specific date, so I got to go. So obviously, you tell your employer that, okay, go ahead, take care of your business. Emmanuel Sanders Turned out that Maury voice, that was a lie. He <laughs> wasn't no baby born. Like what, what? So basically, he lied to the Broncos and said he got to go back to Houston because his baby was born. But really, he was just going to mess with some chick or whatever. What is that? What you got out of it? Yeah, man, which is crazy because like he went on Sports Center and was telling Sports Center that he might miss a football game. We he's supposed to play the Titans. That Titans game. He's supposed to miss that game. He said the baby is coming that weekend. If not. It was coming Monday. My boy Emmanuel out here lying on his baby for, for the, the vag. Oh man, this cat wow, he crazy man. It's like, think about it, like a baby being born, like oh that's documented. Like you know what I'm saying, like like even if it was work, like my son was born this year. Uh, you know, I ain't go to work the next day or whatever when I was supposed to go. They knew. They, I, you know, I, I told them ahead of time. You know, they understand. I came back. I showed them pictures. Everybody think like, Emmanuel, you ain't even got like no pictures. Like you ain't post nothing on your. Like you just made up a whole baby. That's crazy, man. Oh man, but hopefully, man, we, we can get that together, man. Cause I don't like. I don't know. It's different. We are receiving court switching up on us, man. Alright. Alright, this was funny to me. I thought, uh, did you see uh all right, Terrell Owens, one of the uh, great receivers of our generation, he uh he got snubbed and he didn't make the Hall of Fame uh um uh, this year. So you know what he did? Did you hear what he did? Uh refresh my memory, I feel like I heard heard he, about it. He he bought his own jacket. Come on, man. And and not only that, he customized it and put his stats on the back. That, that's like buying yourself the, the crown of prom king. Like, yeah, that's literally what it is. That's literally you bought yourself your own crown, and not only that, you still spray painted your painted your suit. <laughs> Cause it's so tight. You got your stats on the back, all your touchdowns on a blazer, bruh. So that's yeah, like I'd rather yeah, you bought your own. You know what I'm saying? It's like getting cut from the team and your mom like, I'll buy your own jersey and we can play our own. It's like the little giants. You know, everybody yeah, got cut. Yeah. We're going to just start our own team. He goofy for that. 
thing about it is he gonna get in eventually. He just wasn't getting in this year. You know what I'm saying? It was probably out of like him and TD cast like I like Terrell Davis. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to TD. So, so he I don't get what really the point he was gonna make or what uh what's that gonna do or I don't I doubt it's gonna gonna start a trend. You know what I mean? Like kids in high school don't even get like Letterman jackets with fake letters. Like, this is a grown man. Like he's super bitter. Like, like chill, bro. Pump your brakes. You will get in eventually, man. All right. So that's that. Um, this was. I thought this was uh funny. Your boy Floyd Mayweather. Nah, he ain't um fighting Conor Conor McGregor. The numbers two spread apart. I don't think that's ever gonna happen. You think that's gonna? Man, I I don't know if it's gonna happen, but if it do. I really don't want to pay money to watch it because I kind of know the results, but I'm going to pay money to watch it. I'm going to watch it. Somebody going to be streaming it on Facebook Live, so that's how <laughs> that's how I'm going to get it in, get it off. Um, but let me turn off that phone. Uh, but Floyd Mayweather, he was in Birmingham. Originally, I was reading thinking he was like, oh, Alabama, whatever. But no, he was in Birmingham, England. You know, he got to be up one all the time. So... I don't. I forget what's going on up there. It could be anything. He almost a billionaire. He getting there. At least halfway there or whatever. But you know, just living life. So he had the he had the VIP section. He invited girls up there. Basically, there were two two women in particular he had up there, um, and their significant others were denied access up there. So. Naturally, these uh, these Englishmen were was pissed at Floyd. Like you got my girl up there, but it's like you shouldn't even be mad at Floyd. Like be mad at your girl. Like she ain't had to. Man, Chris Brown said it best, man. When, I guess right. when the rich dude wants you. Yeah, ain't nothing. Not, what you gonna do? But you know what they did. So not only was it VIP, Floyd also took twenty five girls to his hotel. To the room in the hotel, so you know what they did. Don't tell me they went to the hotel. Oh yeah, they went to the hotel. They ain't get in the hotel, <laughs> but they seen a nice van outside, so they pretty much bombed that mud, threw bricks or whatever through the window, and and, and scorched it. Just was salty. Think about it. It's like man, that's not even like. So he don't care about that little bit. That van probably wasn't even his. Not even his at all. It was just something he was riding in. Now y'all scorched and stuff going to jail. So, man. So, yeah. When a rich nigga wants you, man. Ain't nothing you could do except, I mean, you can mess up the cat traveling. But, you know, sure. He had another van duplicate out that. Just like that the next morning. Before he even, he, Floyd didn't even notice that happened until he watched the news. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, man, if you out somewhere. So, that's why I see, you know what I'm saying, T.I. had a little problem with him, too. Like, <laughs> Floyd don't care about what nobody got to say about about him and they babes. He the real Mr. Steel, your girl, man. <laughs> I ain't uh, leaving Floyd around mine. Nah, not at all. Not at all. All right. Uh, all right, do you know what, what Michael Jordan was meaning by this? I wish you guys nothing but best. The ceiling is the roof. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm a Tar Heel fan, so we understand his language. It's just a real tall ceiling, that's all. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> it's 
So, so yeah, I mean, the ceiling is the roof, but you know, our, our ceiling is real high. It's higher than camera indoor, huh? Yeah, yeah, it's Chapel Hill. <laughs> Hey, think about it. it was like Cass was getting that Jordan. I was just thinking, like, I know exactly how you feel because I say stupid stuff sometimes, too. And here's the thing. When you're not in your normal, normal comfort zone, because Jordan, like, everybody knows him, but Jordan ain't the cat with the microphone speaking in front of thousands of people. That's usually not him. Uh, you know, he does his things behind the scenes. He runs the team. He, he makes his appearances and, you know, and runs his brand. But he's not usually talking in front of people. And now, just like me, like, you know how we have our uh, job interview voice right. and our, you know, our home voice and, you know, how you talk to, you know, other people or whatever. What happened is you want to be real and sincere to them, but you try to use their their terms for them because that's where something like, he probably don't say our ceiling is or like, we just say like, nah, man, we better than all these cats, like, you know, whatever, like something simple. But trying to use that on the fly, it comes out as... I wish you guys nothing but best. The ceiling is the roof. Nothing but best. He didn't even say but the best, but nothing but best. But that's MJ, and he's a billionaire, and I, I, he, he the GOAT, so I can't say nothing about him. All right, I've seen uh, also everybody was going crazy about the, uh, the Russell Wilson and Sierra maternity pictures what, what you what you thought about that i mean i don't see nothing wrong with it cat want to be naked with his babe he can be <laughs> naked with his babe right and, and everybody always trying to bring in the future element because baby future she was holding him he was he, he was naked his butt was out in the picture so <laughs> so you know I, I know you know everything gonna rub future wrong way i'm just waiting for him to say something a little slick thing and the other thing that was wrong was russell wilson face was in her butt man like, so, that's the only thing I could really say. Like, it'd have been cool if Baby Future would have had some clothes on, too. But get your face out of her butt, man. Alright, alright, this is the cool, this is something cool, man. Chance the Rapper, that's, he and my, um... Top five, top five, top five. He and my top five rappers right now. He, he, he doing this thing. We all seen what he did for the Grammys and everything, but he just made, uh... He had a meeting with like Chicago like school board and he left. He said he was pretty pretty frustrated because he wasn't understanding like what was going on and he just thought, you know, they'd make some progress with that that little meeting. So that was a few days ago. Uh, as far as uh, yesterday, he presented the Chicago school, you know, the district with a million dollars. So it was pretty much like I'm gonna quit talking to y'all, I'm gonna try the thing, I'm gonna put my money where my mouth is and, and, and do it for the kids. So, uh, what you think about what you think about Chance? Man, Chance the homie, man. And when a cat can bring handles, ice cream out to the <laughs> Grammys, he always cool with me. Straight up, straight up. Chance, Chance, really, this is about to be his year. And here's the other thing, which y'all not realizing, man. Chance, Chance ain't signed. So that million dollars was really his million dollars. A lot of times when artists and athletes and stuff do things for charity, it's coming from. Not, not really their, their money. You know what I mean? It's, it's all allotted some type of way. You know what I mean? Like, uh, if LeBron did something, then probably be on. Uh, not even LeBron, because LeBron actually gives. But somebody else, you know, they'll make it on behalf of Apple or on behalf of something else. But it was like, 
Kit Kat didn't give them kids a million dollars. You know what I mean? This is all chance. So it's no label helping them do do any of the things he's doing. That's a hardcore million. So that only make me think like how many millions do do Chance got? He already turning down ten million dollar offers and that. You know, for him to give a million dollar, I know he ain't give half or even a, a quarter of his worth. Chance, hey, chance, man, chance got some money stashed up. Chance, chance got some money, man, for sure. Shout out to Chance. Alright. Did you see uh Get Out? Nah, I didn't. I've been I've been reading my Facebook reviews, man. Man. And, and everybody's saying that you should go see it, but then it's, it's making the black people paranoid. So I'm gonna have to go check it out this weekend. Alright. You gotta check it out. And I ain't gonna spoil it, but here's the thing. You, this is a movie you gotta see two and three times. So really knowing the stuff before you know what's gonna happen gonna only make the movie better, because pretty much the trailer pretty much tell you that there's a black guy going to a white family, and obviously it's 2017, but racism is still prevalent. Um, you see a couple couple things, and and then basically at the end, black people prevail. We we won this one. I tell you, we won this one, it's man. Time. We won this one. So it wasn't like a regular regular horror movie. It, it, it very well. It could have been a comedy. It it wasn't. It wasn't a lot of jokes. But they could have easily took all the aspects that they had and the lessons, and instead of making it a, a horror or a thriller flick, it could have been a comedy flick. Um, but. It was a lot. It was it was real. It was a lot going on, man. It was a lot going on. It it was so much things and and things in my everyday life that that it happens to me. Like uh, basically, white people they when they see not all. I'm not speaking for all. Some, a lot, maybe probably even the majority. When they see a black person, they see us as black first before anything else so in the movie you know everybody was trying to get close to him and learn him but they didn't want to learn anything about him. it was all about his blackness and hey you know tiger woods um you know oh man with your size and your physique you could you know what i mean like that and even the one lady asked asked her like is it true you know black man the sex like so they see us as, as black people first, and it's just funny because even if, you know, they're nice or whatever, I, I ran across this, this guy yesterday, he was telling me, like, oh, yeah, uh, on my plane on the on my plane here, um, I had this little buddy here, here, let me show you a picture. He, I don't know why he wanted me to show me this picture of this little friend he just met, but it was about a two-year-old little black kid. He took a picture with it, like, yeah, me and the grandmas are friends and everything. And I'm just like... Like, dude, like, I don't know this black kid from New Orleans. Like, why are you showing, you know, like, but he was trying to come off to me like, hey, I'm not racist, right. but it just shows me like that. That's the first thing you That's noticed was I'm white and you're black. And exactly. let me show you how cool I am with black people. So that movie, like a little subtle things, I wouldn't call them racist, but it's just the fact that you notice the race. It, it when you interact with Caucasians and stuff, you you might notice a little bit more. So I ain't gonna get super super too deep into that. All right, but now we got um, a couple other things I got, I'm gonna ask you. This is the top five section. Top five, top five, top five. All right, so top five. First off, who your top five rappers all time? Top five rappers all time. Top five. 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 Top five.
Wayne won. I, I grew up on Wayne. I still mess with Wayne. That's my dog, man. Um, so Wayne would be one. My my list is my list from my personal. Right, you know, right, 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 to. right. I don't. I, I'm tired of everybody saying, "Uh, Jay Z, Nas, Biggie, Tupac, and uh." Big Daddy Kane, or you know what I'm saying? Like, try to like throw like, cause I know old stuff too. Right. Even though I was born in 1997. Nah, like, shut man. up, dude. My my first is Wayne. Second is Drake. Mm-hmm. That, that's who I rock with to this day. Um, then I, I start to get like a little wild, man. Like, uh, you know, I mess with Wiz. Wiz is the homie. Yeah. I I still bang Cabin Fever in the car like to this day. The production was crazy. Yeah. On Cabin <laughs> Fever. Listen, I, I listened through it, listened to it straight. Um, and, like, I mess with Chance. Chance is up there for him to just kind of crack, yeah. crack my, you know, my music with him, you know, being so new. He he would be four. And then five, uh, I'm about to say Kendrick, man. I, I like Kendrick a lot. So that's your top five all time or top five right now? All time, man. I, I feel like growing up, I listened to, like, Young Money. Cash right. money, like I, it wasn't right. I, yeah, cash money always been a part of you know what I'm saying around. You know what I'm saying. So it's only right. You know what I'm saying. You got the Wayne uh, coming out of that. Uh, Wiz is you don't usually hear Wiz and people talk files, but Wiz literally started a whole lane. And and think about Wiz, you know it's good music because you don't even smoke. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so exactly. so for you to like Wiz, Wiz is really rocking. You know, usually you know you got the stoners and you know what I mean the the alternative type people that like Wiz. Uh, but yeah, now nah, you got a solid five. I mean, your five, like, like, I don't know. I got my, my I, I change every day, like, my top five right now. Like, uh, I'd probably take Wayne out and put Big Sean in there. I might take Wiz out and. I don't even know. I couldn't even. <laughs> I don't even know. All right, so that's your, your top five MCs. So, all right. Top five, top five, top five. Top five uh, NBA players all time. Kobe. 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 Kobe won. And Jordan is two. So then we, all time, I mean, those, those are like my two favorite. But right. Then now it's kind of like, you got to put Russ in there. I like Russ. He reminds me of Kobe. Paul George. And Braun, of course. And I hate Braun. So, hey, you hear that, and he hate Braun, but you can't deny some things, man. All right, so, hey, that's top five also. You know, so, so you kind of like me. I ain't my top five, like, I might add Shaq in there. I don't think he was that scared. I don't know, but I'm just saying, everybody always want to please the old generations and, and, and act like they know what's going on. Like, nah, man, because cause Bill Russell, man, <laughs> you know, like, you never seen Bill Russell. And and if you watch any, like, you know, I was big, you know, growing up watching ESPN Classic, and, and, and I'm still do a lot of research and, and look up old stuff. Like, the guys in the 50s and the 60s, even the 70s, they, they weren't as athletic Not or as skilled as the players that we have today. And Wilk could never put 100 up in this right man. now. You put Wilk, listen, Wilk and man. right now would be Sean Bradley, man. 
Man, Wolf would just be standing there to get dunked on because you know they played defense back then. So he gonna be standing in the lane with Russell coming down, coming down the pipe like. <laughs> And he ain't never seen nothing like Russell, man. Like, right. I, I respect all the, you know what I'm saying? Right. What, they, would what, Russell, what would Russell Westbrook do to Jerry West? <laughs> that, that that can't be a real question, man. They Jerry would be out the game so quick. Seriously, they would change the logo. Straight up. Straight up. It would be a new logo. Like, so, yeah, like I said, I'm, a, I'm, I'm here when it comes to top five, man, because – Sports is different. Music is a little different. Maybe you really can like like I'm a big Michael Jackson fan. I was here while he was around, but my one of my favorite albums is Thriller. Like obviously I wasn't here in 1982, 83 to hear Thriller, but when I heard, I was like, you know, this is timeless. This is classic. But when it comes to and music, you know, that can transcend, you know, through the decades and generations. But sports, like it's literally we can literally see when you look at the way people are, their size and they're built, like, people are getting better, you know, bigger, stronger, faster, and even smarter, you know what I mean, like, like the uh, the mid-range game is pretty much dead because it's, it's, it's not as efficient as taking a three or a layup, you know, people hate the analytics of the game, but why would you shoot a long two? I hate it. When when you could, when you could get a layup or, or, or shoot a three, you know, it, it only makes sense. I mean, but you know, so mid range going out of style. That's that. All right, one one more, uh, one more top five. Top five, top five, top five. Uh, top five NFL players, not non quarterbacks. Okay. Uh, let's see. Um, Odell. Odell. His bash brother Jarvis Landry. Every, no, everybody sleep on Jarvis Landry. Like, is it the um, cause he dark skin? Or? Right, it might be. Maybe, maybe you know what I'm saying. The girls ain't put enough Man Crush Mondays out there or something. But I don't know that. He yeah, just, that's what it, the he, girls. He's just as nice yeah. as Odell for real. Literally the same guy they, to they, me. They, I mean, they just duplicated him. Put two in one on the AFC and one in the NFC. Literally one light, one dark. And the only thing about it is the catch is what really put Odell over the. Over the over the edge, you know, because before that he was balling, but he wasn't the household name until that catch. He celebrate more than Jarvis. Jarvis kind of got the same move that he do when he scored. Odell try to switch it up all the time. Yes, is Jarvis still hitting the whip? Nah, nah. he's doing like a karate kick or something. I, I, I think he's trying to. I don't know what he on. Uh, all right, so we got Odell, Jarvis. Uh, let's see, who else do I like to watch? Um, Zeke. Zeke, Zeke? The, that's the dog. I hate the Cowboys. Like, don't get it twisted, but Zeke is the man. Um, I like watching Vaughn Miller. When when the Broncos is on, that's where I watch right, us right. playing at. And let's see. Who else? Oh, um, I got to go with my boy Earl Thomas, man. Earl Thomas? I like Earl Thomas. I was Thomas. thinking Earl Thomas, but then I was thinking about last year. I, I was literally, I was thinking, like, Eric Berry kind of shined, like, last year. <laughs> he did, and I like Eric Berry. But, but Earl, yeah, no, Earl, yeah, Earl definitely get it done, man. Earl, I'm, I suck that he had to get hurt, though. Yeah, like, when, when you watch a cat talking about football as an NFL athlete, he got so much passion about it, it's something different about him, man. He, he put all that on the field. And when they lost him, I already knew it was over. Right, it was pretty pretty much a wrap. Pretty much a wrap. All right, so 
So that's that, your top five. All right, so just like I said, we still in March. We got March Madness coming up, so. All right, so what's your, what's your, 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 your NCAA? Who who you got winning the um the whole thing? I mean, I know you're a North Carolina fan. I, I know I, they I, top five right now. I'm a fan and we top five, and I really think we can do it. Um, if we can stay away from certain teams until it's time to really turn on, I think we can do it. But if I had to pick somebody that wasn't North Carolina, I wouldn't mind seeing Kentucky win this year because I like Malik Monk. Man. Malik Monk, is, is I, I like truth. Monk. He he nice. He like that. That hood cat. Super, that, he don't even look like he's supposed to be there. Nah, he comes What's the other cat name? All the time. Uh, uh, DeAndre, or what's his? De'Aaron? De'Aaron, yeah. yeah. Fox, this yeah. cat, Fox, don't even look like he's supposed to. He look like he's supposed to, like he was about to go play for corner for Florida State yeah, or something. Them cats, I, I mess with Kentucky, man. I, I don't really want to see him again. We was in a shootout with him and lost. Malik had like 43 on us or something crazy. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. That game was wild. Yeah. That game was wild. I ain't watch it, but you know you can't help but see the highlights and you know what I'm saying what's going on after that. But I was I, after hard thinking, man. I think UCLA got it, man. Man, I, I like Lonzo Ball and, and the, the Bruins. I just they always choke. I, I I know it's crazy to like try to hold somebody accountable for something that they never been a part of, but the school right, is a right, whole, right, right, right. They ain't been on for a minute. Right, but they, they but they always got some players though. Always. You know what I mean? They always got some players, and they always like right there or one part away or one piece away. But um, like like Lavar Ball, Lonzo's dad said, man, he said whatever team um, Lonzo on, they gonna win, and they went 35 and 0 last year in high school with him and the brothers, and the brothers lost this year without him. And UCLA, you know, they up, um, you know, up a little bit from last year. Bryce Offer, uh, not getting left credit. Uh, what's his name? Uh, TJ. Uh, forget man, the third cat man. He a big 6'10". Yeah, I know you're talking about. I can't think of the cat. He averaged like 16 points a game. My bad. I, I should be more prepared on the podcast. I know. Sorry. <laughs> But they got a couple of cats, and Lonzo don't care about. Lonzo will get the buckets that he need to get, but he'd rather keep the engine going and get this dub. So UCLA, I got they got at least Final Four. So we are gonna see how it turned out. You think uh, it's, um, UNC getting the number one? Man, we got a, a big week ahead of us. We got this ACC tournament. We got all the hitters in the ACC. Yeah. We, we got Louisville and Duke. And you know what I'm saying? We got Miami. We got some teams out there. So if we can win a couple games. We ain't even got to win the whole thing. Just win a couple games. And I think we got a one seed. Maybe not number one overall, but a one seed is cool with me. Yeah. <clears throat> it's more of a toss up this year than. I mean, it's always a toss up the way the tournament set up and all that. But UNC definitely got to. Gotta, quick thing in Nova I mean I know it's hard to go back to back but they got a lot of players returning you know what I'm saying the same players they was just there last year but it's hard to play with that same chip oh. and intensity on you as you did when you ain't have nothing because you know how it tastes but so that's what it is man all right man I think I went through pretty much uh everything else you got anything else that popped up or that, that got your attention. Uh, Dirk Dirk Nowitzki just sixth player to score thirty thousand points. So, uh, shout shout out to Dirk and his black wife. 
You know, he, he had a black wife. Nah, but that just made me like Dirk <laughs> even more. Hey, Dirk, one of the realest, and he trying to come back next year and get another check. He ain't really been doing much, but but uh, he going to come back and get another check. He's a smart man. Uh, what else? You got anything else? Nah, man. I think I'm all out. All right, man. Hey, tell them about your uh, your football league, your flag football league. Yeah, man. Um, we I run a, a women's flag football league in Youngstown, Ohio, so... If you want to uh, join or you know anybody that want to join, come check us out. I got a Facebook page. It's Dre Rushton. And uh, follow me on Snapchat at Rush My Way. Instagram, same name. Twitter, same name. So just Rush My Way and I can get you plugged into this girl's flag. Flag football for girls, man. You probably never, you know, didn't come across that yet. But the league is, is definitely official. You got the girls coming out and they going hard. And it's a fun atmosphere. Get some hot dogs, get some things, chill out, and watch the girls play football for a change. So, uh, league is definitely about to be um, be even bigger and better than it was the previous years. I'm excited, you know, be part of it, do what I can do up there. Um, but I think that's pretty much all I got, man. So you know, what I'm saying, make sure y'all following, following Dre. And, you know, on the Facebook, the Snap, all that. Um, do that. Uh, make sure y'all, you know, following, liking, and subscribing, everything I got going on. I want to shout out to um, my guys, Industry Rule, number 4080, uh, Melody and D-Town. Uh, coming, coming with some great takes on, you know, what's going on in um, pop culture and hip-hop culture. Uh, and... My dude Kilo over at the regular podcast, man. He just dropped one of the um, best episodes this week, uh, Daddy Issues. And hey, that ain't <laughs> that ain't one you want to listen to when you're working out, man. <laughs> you know, just sit back and relax. He actually had his dad. He has his own podcast as well, um, Open Secrets. And just a conversation that they had, it was just like one of the realest things that you know you can hear. You know, so. Uh, make sure y'all um y'all checking out my guys over there, um, but hey man, appreciate y'all for uh sticking around with me uh, for about an hour here. So I'm gonna go ahead and get out y'all hair. Y'all be good, man. I'm gonna be back, man. So holla at me, man.